Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Streaming live at wordradio.com. We promised you a power panel for New Year, New You, and we've got one, baby. (laughs) I am happy to announce the accomplished and beautiful ladies that are joining us today to talk about how we can evolve and get more in 2024. I think that's going to be my theme for the year and hopefully yours. So I'm going to start by introducing everyone on this panel today. I want to start with Chef Nancy Green. She is the former Onset Chef for the I Am Athlete podcast and the celebrity chef who counts Michael Strahan among her clients. We were just talking about him. She is also an entrepreneur with her own seasonings brand. Welcome Chef Nancy to Reality Check. Thank you for being here. Good afternoon, and thank you for having me. I'm excited. I'm excited for new beginnings, new year, and anything I can share. Absolutely. Dr. Joy L. Ballard, she is a board-certified obstetrician, gynecologist, and a business coach for Black women 40 and over. She's also the menopause mogul. She's empowering women to reclaim their power and joy through the menopausal transition. But we need that, child. And she is the author of Loving Me, Myself, and Her through Perimenopause and Beyond, and is the host of the Menopause Moguls podcast. Thank you so much for joining us, Dr. Joyelle. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited about this panel, y'all. We're going to tear it up in here. Absolutely. <laughs> and we have celebrity dentist, the dentist to the stars, Dr. Catrice Austin. She's been a leader in cosmetic dentistry since 1998. She's known as the queen of smiles, and she's a best-selling author, the host of the Let's Talk Smiles podcast, and a sought-after speaker. And you know what her goal, she says, is simple, to ensure that everyone not only acquires a beautiful healthy and confident smile, but also experiences renewed self-esteem in 2024. That's right. We're saying more in 2024. And Karen Taylor, welcome, uh, Dr. Austin. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, ladies. I'm so excited to be here. And Karen Taylor-Bash, well, she's a friend of the show. She is a corporate wellness trainer, a certified yoga instructor, a media strategist who created the Soulful Yoga brand and International Soulful Yoga Day. Her ministry is self-care through meditation, Reiki healing, and even more wellness practices. Welcome back to the show, Karen Taylor-Bash. Well, thank you, Tanya. And hello, Queens. I'm so happy to be here. Well, you know, I want to start off by asking each of you, how do you want to evolve? Uh, Because all of you have your specialties, but you're also women, you're Black women, you're accomplished, you're entrepreneurs, you are doing so many things in your own lives. How do you see yourself and how do you want to evolve in 2024? Karen, go ahead. You take it. (laughs) Okay, thank you. Um, for me, honestly, I am at the point where I am um, two years to to be becoming an empty nester. So my evolution at this present tense, a present moment, is to be fully engaged um, with my child's planning, giving her enough space. This is my second go around with um, my son is graduating from grad school. So I want to be fully engaged. I don't want to miss a moment because I won't get this back. And I want to make certain that I am role modeling what it looks like to be imperfect. So that is the space that I'm in is just like loving up on imperfection, being present tense, but also tapping into what brings me joy. So my evolution in a long about way is saying that working, finishing up my book project and continue to do my yoga ministry internationally because when I deliver that, I also heal in the process and can show up for my family and tribe, but most importantly for myself. Mm, yeah, so important. Dr. Austin, what about you? Uh, for me, last year I had a lot of transition in my career and personal life. Uh, I went back to Detroit and started a business there in Flint, Michigan, my hometown, my hometown. Uh, spending more time with my family, 
uh, reconnecting with old friends is really, really key for me to keep me grounded and just feel normal and have someone to lean on and talk to. I think we lost that a lot over the last four or five years, and I'm ready to get that back and make those connections. And in terms of my business, my goal this year is to make smiles great again, make <laughs> teeth great again. I want to really reach the masses and get out there and just let everybody know the power of a smile. We need smiles. This world is kind of cray cray right now. So anything that I can do to help people understand the power of a smile, that's my goal for 2024. Katrice, Dr. Austin, I got to always remember to say Dr. Austin. I love that. <laughs> we friends. <laughs> we friends. <laughs> Chef Nancy, what's your take on 2024? What are you looking forward to doing this year? I'm looking forward to being free. I'm just uh, recently divorced, final, finally divorced in August after being married for 26 years. Wow. But I'm happily divorced. So a lot of times yeah. when I say that, people go, I'm sorry. And I'm not. <laughs> I'm actually very happy. Um, I have a 31-year-old and a 26-year-old. So I'm just focused on me right now. First of all, we cannot, I will be, we cannot believe that you have uh, a children that are that old, Chef Nancy. No oh, I'll way. Be 55. I'll be 55 in May. All right. So What's your right birthday? Now, it's more, um, I'm just focused on me and my happiness. I raise my kids. I raise my husband. <laughs> And um, it, it, it was, um, I had to recondition myself to what do you want to do? What do you want to eat? What makes you happy? A lot of people are afraid to be alone, but I love the solace of it. I enjoy it. I do what I want to do, when I want to do it, how I want to do it. when I, and, and I'm just enjoying that. I am enjoying that. And focus on learning new things. I think that uh, perfecting my craft. I learn something every day, whether it's something to do or something not to do. So I'm focusing and just on me and, and, and evolving well, and being happy. Well, one, <laughs> that, that, that is a wonderful goal for the year. Just yeah. focusing on yourself and your happiness. Dr. Joy L, what about you? What are you looking to do more of in 2024? Uh, I'm looking to do more of being vulnerable. Mm. I have been, you know, the, carry the persona of being the strong black woman, being the oldest of eight, doing all the things for everybody else. And I made it like Dr. Uh, Austin made a big transition as far as my career. Also, I resigned from clinical practice and all into this entrepreneurial thing, which has been very different. Okay. Very different. It wasn't something that um, that I was like, you know, um, felt like I was all in on because I was so scared about it. Um, being a doctor, you know, they don't teach anything about business. So I'm like, okay, what's this business thing about? <laughs> so now evolving into now a businesswoman, um, I want to also at the same time be vulnerable. I'm very intentional about being transparent and letting women, especially Black women, know that it is okay to not to be okay. It is okay to ask for help. Um, and then at the same time, be um, intentional about what Dr. Chef Nancy just said, prioritizing you and choosing you and being not only healthy, but well, mentally, physically, emotionally, um, and spiritually. And that is what I'm evolving for myself and that I would intend to do in 2024 is help other women, especially Black women, do the same thing. Well, all of those things are wonderful. And ladies, I am so glad to have you all here to share some of your experiences, because I think that even though each of you has a specialty, we all share the concept of trying to really prioritize self-care, particularly we're all women who are grown women. We're, we're having different experiences in the world, but we share in that and in, in particularly being grown Black women. So I want to start with you, Dr. Austin, because you are have a specialty that relates to people feeling good about their appearance and how they look and all those kinds of things. And dental, but dental health is is kind of significant, not just for your appearance, but for so many other things. So let's talk a little bit about our dental health and what we need to do in 2024 if we've neglected it to this point. You're on mute. <laughs> your smile is uh, so important not only to your self-esteem and confidence to your total health 
that plaque that forms in your mouth every single day, that soft cookie stuff is nothing but bacteria. Mm -hmm. And if you don't get rid of that bacteria, y'all, it's going to travel through your blood. It can affect all of your major vital organs, your heart, your brain. Uh, If you are diabetic, which is really prevalent in our black and brown communities, you are twice as likely to have advanced gum disease and lose your teeth by the age of 50. Um, So there are real health implications to not taking care of your teeth. And my goal for 2024 is to help you guys understand the routine that you have to do every single day. I call it a smile workout, which is brushing, flossing, rinsing your mouth with an antiseptic mouthwash, cleaning your tongue because the tongue holds a lot of bacteria and can be the source of bad breath and just doing these things consistently to have a healthier smile. You don't have to lose your teeth. And I know dental care can be expensive if you don't have insurance, but I have options for you guys out there where you can (laughs) smile now, pay for it later. There's dental schools, there's discount dental plans for your family as low as $8.95 a month. There are options and that's why I'm here and, and really going out there and just letting people know that you can have a healthy smile, a healthy life, and it does matter. And really, sometimes people downplay uh, appearance. They feel that, you know, if you're focused on how you look, that that's somehow superficial. But in your practice, I'm sure you've seen the changes in people when they start taking better care of themselves overall. Well, there are studies that show that when you have a a wider smile, a confident smile, you're going to get more job opportunities. You're going to have more career success. You can even find love because of your smile. And just feeling that confidence when you walk into a room and you have that smile. I got my teeth done about two years ago, y'all, so I know about this stuff. (laughs) When you get your smile where you're confident, you are unstoppable. You're going to attract um, so much goodness to your life. So um, it's more than just the oral health. It's about the confidence and what it can bring to your entire life. Dr. Joyelle, you are a specialist in menopause, and this is something that women have suffered through, it seems as though, for since the millennium. Uh, but now we have many more tools and techniques in order to take care of it. But again, this is part of women's health that people may somehow deem as superficial, thinking that, you know, well, women, you're just going through the change, you just handle it. Tell us more about the new thinking on menopause. Yes, I. it's so much, you know, the society has conditioned, conditioned us to think that this whole menopause and, you know, post-menopause aging is all about this doom and gloom. It's like, oh my gosh, your life is over. Like, there's nothing you can do. Like, your body is changing and it's going it, to, you know, it's going to dry up and shrivel up and life is over. And it's totally not that, right? Um, it's so important for us to change our narrative for ourselves, the story of menopause is actually the beginning of your next level, right? And yes, your body is going through these changes mentally, physically, emotionally, and being able to, number one, pay attention to that because especially women, you know, black women, we are known to like ignore a lot of things that are going on inside of us because we're so busy taking care of our kids, taking care of the husband, taking care of our jobs. And we're so busy and we don't take the time to listen to our bodies and listen to ourselves when we need to, you know, pay attention to those things. So as we're going through these changes and in menopause, it's important to pay attention and then subsequently talk to your physician, your healthcare provider, who is going to help you discuss the options. Because a lot of us think that there's no options out there. You know, like I said, back in the day, it was like, oh, my God, you got to suffer through it and just get through it. No, there are so many options out there, whether it's hot flashes, vaginal dryness, so many things out there. So it's so important for us to be able to advocate for ourselves and be empowered because you are the expert of your body. So actually noticing things and then talking to someone who can actually help you and offer you the options, especially in this menopause space is so, so, so important. So being able to be empowered to do that. Chef Nancy, you are a cook and cooking is literally life. These are things that we need to focus on in terms of our eating and our health because we're seeing so much obesity out here. We're seeing so much disease. What are the things that we can do in order to enable us to eat healthier and and, and cook healthier meals and more nutritious ones for ourselves and our families? The first is the oils that you use. 
no saturated fats. I switched from olive oil to avocado oil. All my athletes, that's what I, I was using for them. Also, um, coming from where we come from, we enjoy flavor. So a lot of our flavor came from smoked meats. Those are absolutely not good for us, especially I think someone mentioned high blood pressure and all of that stuff. Um, all of the nitrates and stuff isn't good. But you can get like a smoked salt, so smoked sea salt. A smoked sea salt will take over any bacon or, or salted meat that we would normally use to flavor our greens or cabbage or anything like that. So there's lots of different alternatives. Um, instead of white sugar, I would use coconut sugar a lot of times, maple syrups. Um, the list goes on and on, but the thing is to be conscious of it. Mm. We were so busy um, growing up, McDonald's or, or or even down to the way we cooked our veggies, the way we cooked the collard greens or green beans, we cooked them for hours and we took all the nutrition out of it. The nutrition ended up, we, we were eating, there's no nutrition in them. So now I don't even, I uh, put, roast most of my veggies in the oven. Mm. Less time. That's the most nutrition, like you'll get, you literally, we boiled all the nutrition out of all our veggies coming up because that's what we thought. That's how the ancestors, did. that's how we were taught. We right. make collard greens, we cook them for hours, we make these green beans till the... And all of the nutrients were left in that pot liquor, what we call pot liquor, was in the water. So, yeah, we were eating veggies, but there there was no nutritional value. So if you're not going to have a raw diet, which that's something that not everyone is going to do, the the least cooking, like, so I'll roast Brussels sprouts, I'll roast green beans, but I make sure I put fresh garlic, the avocado oil, some some, uh, Himalayan sea salt instead of... I mean, I still go to friends' houses and I see they're using a Morton salt still. <laughs> These are the things that, I mean, I'm like, wait, they still have that salt? Because I know better now that those aren't the, you know, the, the things that you use. But again, avocado oil. So instead of using, um, it's hard to stop people from eating bacon in the morning and stuff like that. But if you want to live... You gotta, you gotta make sure you eat right. Um, like for me, for breakfast, I had, I just had egg whites and avocado toast and turmeric tea. Mm. Turmeric tea as an anti-inflammatory. I do all of that. I did athletic conditioning. I would boil turmeric with pineapple, all anti-inflammatories because those are the the things that we we suffer from. You know, right. We have so many challenges in our health and food is a big part of that. Karen, I wanted to talk to you about how do you start a wellness practice? We're so overscheduled in our lives. We all have so much going on. And, you know, black women, we work harder than probably just about anybody, because as we have discussed, we are always looking to take care of other people and do things for other people. And we're putting out these fires and lifting other folks up and everything that we do. What is it that we can do to find a space for wellness in our daily lives? Oh, my God. What a great question. Well, I love all this conversation. You know, um, I want to say with a smile, I'm going to get you a question, Tanya, and I'll be quick. But with a smile, you know, doing my wellness, I always tell people that children smile on the average and laugh 300 plus times a day. (laughs) And adults who pay bills and go to work, it's less than 20. So even if you just smile, you're releasing dopamine and really good hormones, right? And being 56 and about on the cusp of 57 in two months, changing diet is everything. You know, being in wellness, I spent a great illustrious career, 25 plus years and still a little bit in PR entertainment. But in wellness, well, wellness doesn't find you, you find it. Mm. And I say that to say is sometimes I was, I found it having my second child, having postpartum depression, you know, having so many different issues. I knew I had to do something. I was having panic attacks. Mm. So my path to it is a path of saving my life. And for many of us, you don't want to wait to get a wake up call, right? I did everything right. But I did one thing wrong. I couldn't slow down. Right. And I should have slowed down at 40 having a child. So that's what got me on this trajectory. Stillness is my movement now. And that's what I tell my corporate clients. Be still in the morning. Like what comes through you? What are you 
bringing into the day, like even before you get out of that bed and grab your gadget or a device, be still, give thanks, stretch, smile. It sounds simple, but baby steps matter. And my therapist said to me, all you have to do is do one thing consistently. And as you change and the body changes, but the brain begins to tell the body, it's okay. I like feeling better. You begin to add more things on your menu, right? So for those who want to say, I don't have time for wellness, I'm sure you have time to do something for someone else. So can you put yourself first? Could you put yourself second? But we shouldn't be compromising feeling good. Mm. So for me, feeling good is stretching. Feeling good is everything Dr. Nancy said, it's eating better, right? Changing your diet. Whatever you thought you had to eat, spice it up. Try something different. You might like it, right? And then prioritize saying no. I look at my list. Everybody needs something. Everybody needs something. Let me say it again, Black women. Everybody needs something. (laughs) And at the end of the day, you're empty. You're depleted. So where are the no's? Thrive in no's because no's make space and airway for you to really say, I like when I do this for myself. Your stillness is your wellness. Tap into what you're feeling even before you get on a yoga mat. All yoga is, is moving. So if you do this, you're doing yoga. People think that you need a mat, you need this, you need some Lululemon. No, show up being you and just move. And that's what I tell my clients is that if you can change, if you know how you feel when you're angst, wow. Can you imagine how you would feel if you smile and just felt a little bit of levity in your life? You know what you don't like? Tap into what you want and what would feel good for you. That's wellness. Well, on that note, I've got to take a break. So we will all be still for this moment. Take some time, take a breath, and we will be right back with more Reality Check after this break on Word. And we're back with Reality Check. I'm Tanya Pendleton, and I will be here until 1 p.m. today. And right now we are in the middle of a fantastic conversation with four wonderful women. It is a new year, and this is going to be a new you. And we have these women here with us to talk about how to make it happen. Chef Nancy, Dr. Catrice Austin, Dr. Joy L. Ballard, and Karen Taylor Bass, they all have expertise in things that can make all of us evolve and live better, stronger, happier lives. So I'm going to start after this break with Dr. Joy L. because she is an expert in menopause. And that is something that really reflects a woman's changing hormones and changing life in some cases. And what I want to know is how, what is the difference between perimenopause and menopause? And when do you start noticing symptoms? And when should you seek some help if you think you're going crazy? (laughs) Thank you for that question. Um, (laughs) So perimenopause. So that is the timing when your body actually, the hormones are actually starting to shift, right? They're going up and down. And that is when most women, a lot of women can start to notice changes, whether it's hot flashes, night sweats, change in their uh, mental health, whether it's anxiety, feel like they're going crazy. Um, And then that can start as early as the late 30s. And, and we reach into, once we go into perimenopause and then go into menopause, menopause is defined by having 12 consecutive months with no period, no bleeding whatsoever. Once you reach that day of 12 months with no period, you are menopausal. And then the day after that, you're postmenopausal. Mm. So perimenopause, menopause, and then postmenopause. The average age of menopause is about 50, 50, 51, 52. For black women, that's actually been shown to be a little bit earlier. It can be, you know, 40, 49, 50. Um, black women also can have more uh, severe hot flashes um, and have a longer perimenopause. Trend. The perimenopause is basically the menopausal transition. So that can last anywhere from two to 12 years. And it has been shown that black women can have a longer transition. 
Yeah, you know, black women just have all the things, right? So that's mm -hmm. why it's important for us to recognize that and be um, aware of the importance of taking care of our bodies. Like everyone has mentioned, really prioritizing yourself with your wellness and your health so that you can you know, lessen the chances of those things worsening and causing um, other problems with high blood pressure, heart disease, and things like that that can also be associated with um, menopause. Thank you so much for that explanation, because I think that sometimes as we hit hit these older ages and those hormones start changing, we don't know what is happening to us. We think that something has gone really wrong. So do you think that we should view this as a mental health problem or a physical health problem or a combination of all of the above? A combination of all of the above. Menopause, there's estrogen receptors in basically from head to toe. So there are so many things that estrogen, as estrogen is declining with menopause, there's so many things that can be affected. Your mental health, your brain health, your heart health, your bone health. So it's very important to, again, listen to your body. And when you notice any change, honestly, you know, whether it's a hot flash, whether you feel like you're a little bit more anxious, whatever that change is, I suggested you speak with your doctor about it. Um, just because, like um, uh, Karen said, we we don't want to wait for something to happen, you know, and just knock us down all the way down, all the way down. So we'll be more proactive, um, and that is listening to your body and then talking to your physician about, you know, what these changes are, what you can potentially anticipate or expect as you're moving forward, and what you can do to actually thrive through this, as opposed to feel like you're barely surviving. Now I've got to ask Chef Nancy when it comes to food uh, that can really impact how we feel. And I think a lot of times folks don't necessarily make that connection. You know, we talk about how we've had that heavy meal, whether it's a family celebration and, you know, you're sitting back on the couch, you're about to fall asleep or, or something like that. Is that how we want to feel after eating a meal at this point in our lives? Or do we want to feel energized and active and, and ready to face the world after eating something? Well, you definitely want to feel energized, but that's not the case. Um, Piggybacking off of what she said, I was, I am going through menopause. Cooking and having hot flashes is the worst thing. <laughs> and then I was, um, night sweats. And then I would time them. They would start, the hot flashes would start at my core and then you would, mm -hmm. you could see it. I started sweating and the cheeks and every hour on the hour they would come because I was starting to time them. That's how bad they were. I literally, I used to do a brunch and they would find me hiding in the freezer because I was having these hot flashes and I'm miserable cooking. But again, part of eating, no caffeine. The caffeine enhances, enhances it. No, I don't, I'm not even, I have to drink, I drink green tea, but decaffeinated green tea because you'll, you'll I have girlfriends that like, they just have coffee, it's the, the liquor caffeine, all of that stuff enhances these hot flashes. It was so bad for me. I had to get, I'm on hormone therapy for it. I couldn't sleep at night, miserable because every hour on the hour, one minute I'm hot, one minute I'm cold. I got to throw the covers off, got to put the covers on, throw the covers off. So I wouldn't even have a good night's sleep, wake up miserable, can't remember stuff. But now I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. As long as I, I try to wean myself off of the, off of the, the hormones, but I need them, so I take them. Again, um, food low sodium. You need to lots of veggies. I eat lots of veggies, and I drink water all day long. So those are the things. Those are the things that you can do, obviously, to alleviate some of those symptoms. Chef Nancy, have you found that just in because I think the resistance, and maybe I'm speaking for myself, the resistance is for some reason as I've gotten older, I want everything to be delicious. I want food to be really, really good, and I'm trying to figure out how to make that happen and still eat healthily. I'm sorry, someone's trying to call me. Yeah, it's okay. Hello? Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Repeat the question again. You said how to that, that as I get older, I think I'm I'm more into my um comfort and my pleasures, and so I want everything I eat to be really really delicious. And sometimes when you see an array of vegetables or you see you know things that are healthy, even at this stage, you're like, yeah, you know, uh, that doesn't taste no, as good as veggies that. Veggies can be good. Veggies can be healthy. Um. <laughs> I personally always was, a, I love veggies. I love salads. I 
I make my own salad dressing, which is not hard. So don't even, even if I don't have salad dressing, I'll squeeze lemon. I change so many things. Mm. Uh, we as we're on a diet, we want to have a salad, but we're using creamy bottle dressings where all you really have to do is squeeze a little lime with some avocado oil and salt and pepper and fresh garlic. And you have an amazing vinaigrette right there. People underestimate fresh herbs. Fresh mm. herbs make everything taste good. Not when I say fresh garlic, I don't mean the garlic, the garlic in the jar that is bought from the store. I mean fresh garlic. Now I simp, I buy already peeled, but I have a mini food processor that I put it in and I make my own and I keep it in the refrigerator. Put a little oil, I make my own. The one in the jar from the store is lots of preservatives and it has an acidy taste. It's totally different from fresh garlic. We have been so prone to do everything fast and we are missing the point. We have to, sorry guys. No, you're fine. We, we have to um, focus on fresh veggies, fresh herbs, and they can taste good. Again, sea salt makes everything. I have people that say they don't like Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts are really good. Every veggie you can toss with fresh garlic, avocado oil, salt and pepper, throw it in the oven. Depending upon the desired tenderness, it will taste good. Now, Dr. Austin, we're talking about food and eating, and we know that that impacts your dental health as well. And again, your dental health might be the thing that you're neglecting that's really impacting so many other areas of your health. When it comes to food and eating, what are the worst things for your teeth? Um, one of the obvious is going to be sugar. And then the other thing that you want to be aware of are acids. Mm. Uh, so what happens is we talked about that soft cookie stuff, which is bacteria called plaque. It likes the same things we like. It <laughs> likes sugar. It likes acid. And so when that plaque and the sugar, the plaque and the acid combines, it causes an acid attack on your teeth. And that's how you start to develop cavities. So you want to be aware of having wine, which is acidic. Uh, lemons and uh, and those things are great. And you can have all of that. You can have sugar, you can have acids, you can have your favorite things. Lord knows I like me a good cupcake. Yes, I do. The key is to just make sure that it's not marinating, since we're talking about food, it's not marinating on your teeth. So you have to brush it away, floss it away. If you're in the middle of your day and you have something that's sugar or acidic, then just take some water and just swish and rinse. I like to um, say, keep a little mini mouth rinse, you know, in your purse or at your job by, you know, just keep it handy. Keep a little miniature toothpaste in your bag. Uh, just keep some things or chew gum. Sugarless gum is a way to stimulate saliva. And until you can get to a toothbrush, uh, floss and rinse, you can even chew gum sugarless and that will stimulate the flow of saliva and keep you in good shape. But you certainly... Do not want to go to bed without having your oral care routine. If you do not, you're going to let that plaque, acids, and sugars marinate on your teeth all night long, and that's going to uh, definitely cause harm to your teeth. So it's really, really important. Enjoy the things you love. Make sure you just keep the plaque off your teeth and you're good money. Well, you know, it's funny. We have skincare routines. We have people who go through meticulous skincare routines. And yes. we have people who really spend their time getting their hair done, laid all kinds of different ways. We have people who are very specific about getting their nails done. And yet we sometimes don't consider how much dental care really has an impact on so many things, our self-esteem, our health, all of those things. Karen, I want to ask you, when it comes to wellness, so many of us have been going so, so hard for so, so long. How do you even get to the point where you can say, listen, I got to do something different because some of us are just programmed to keep running. It's almost like work becomes a solace for us or overwork is feeding something inside of us that uh, it, maybe we're avoiding things. Maybe we're in a bad relationship. Maybe we are struggling with our children or with our job and we're just trying to figure out how to keep going and being everything to everyone. How do we stop and figure out we've got to do something for ourselves? 
Yeah, that's the million dollar question. How do we? <laughs> um, I think it starts with just thinking about if this was your last moment, mm. how would you spend it? Mm. Would you spend it chasing after someone or chasing something? Or would you spend it loving up on yourself? And that's the question you have to ask. Like for me, it's easier to answer because I'm on a different side, right? I am past the halfway mark. I am, I have less days in front of me. I'm past the 55, 56. So I don't have time to waste on dumb stuff. So I have to, my narrative is if it isn't working, lose it. Mm. If it feels too comfortable, change it. And so that is your wellness. If you're doing the same thing and you're not getting and the you're getting the same or the a worse result, why are you doing it? And who are you doing it for? And what are you running from? Because I find that I used to, you know, think optics are great. Optics make it seem like everybody has it figured out. But none of us have this thing called life figured out. All we know for certain is that this moment is all that counts. That's the only thing we have. So your wellness is literally spending time understanding who you are. Like, what is your legacy? She gave to everyone and she was a stand-up person and now she's in the ground. Life will continue. Right. So your legacy is, I'm going to go out like a rock star. I'm going to go out twirling. I'm going to have, okay, Chef Nancy, the wine doesn't work, but I'm here to tell you, menopausal women, tequila is your friend. Okay? Tequila. <laughs> tell me that. I already <laughs> Get your tequila and your lime. Check, yes. check those food groups, people. <laughs> That's your wellness. You got what the do you look there? But what I'm saying is whatever you used to do, you can take it up a level mm. with just a little tweak. That's your wellness. This doesn't feel right. How can I up level it to feel better? Right. You, you. So Tanya, your question is start to train the brain. Microchip, put a chip in your brain, loving and kind, mm. saying, I'm going to do better today. That's all we could do is do better. We don't have the answers. We're talking to you, but we're figuring it out just like you. Right. They, so right. can I just say one thing? Absolutely. <laughs> Listening to her and everyone gives um, compliments me on my smile, right? And how happy I am. But I look at pictures of 20 years ago when I'm in this marriage, I was married to a serial cheater mm. and my smile wasn't as deep. Mm. Yes. It's so crazy. One day I realized like, oh my God, I'm looking at these old kids and I'm with, I got my kids with me and I'm, but the smile was not the same. Mm. I'm so happy from the inside now as a functional depressed person. I didn't yes. go to culinary arts school until I was 40 years old, mm. 40 years old. And then to end up, my first client was Kelly Rowland. Mm. I was in the kitchen with her. I just came back from Kelly's house on Monday. I did Kelly's Christmas dinner. This is 12, how many years later? She's still a reoccurring client of mine. So I just want everyone to know that there is light at the end of the tunnel. As I said, I came from being a functional depressed person, still just taking the kids to school, taking them to soccer, taking this one to saxophone practice and never focusing on me. So that's why you hear me say, it's me time. It's it's, it's going time. And I'm glad you said that. Sorry, Tanya, but I got to cut in. I've been divorced for four years and my ex-husband, I co-parent well. But I say that to say is many of us are functioning and we are depressed, right? And we are given advice. How about that? Crap? Right, right. So we got to like be honest with each other and say, yeah. because people see your social media and whatever it is that brand and that image and they think that everybody has it together but take a step back right do the backstory i have to find that what you just shared um chef nancy being vulnerable is the wellness yes. oh yeah that's the story yeah. Yeah. right i'm gonna that's ask you guys adding stuff. sorry let's Tanya. hold that thought and we will come back for the final segment after this break <laughs> we'll be right back with more reality check onward Represent, represent, represent. 
Want the latest in word swag? Check out the shop tab on wordradio.com. Hoodies, tees, and more in a variety of colors. It's the shop tab on wordradio.com. You can look good and show the world that you're all about Black Talk Media. Family Therapy, Vignette Moments with Dr. Lucille Ijoy. Voting time in 2024. Yes, voting time in 2024. I hope you did your best. I took a little rest, but now it's time to soar for us 2024. Yes, it's voting time. I said it's voting time. Gather women and men on whom you can depend. Take your friends who won't ignore. Because it's voting time in 2024. Say it with pride. I register, I vote, I must. You may have buttons that say, I register, I vote, I must. Say it on the radio, the TV, the cell phone, or the landline. I register, I vote, I must. This is Dr. Lucille Ijoy. I register, I vote, I must. What kind of help does the IRS have for identity theft victims? If you suspect you're a victim of tax-related identity theft, go to irs.gov identity theft to learn how to prevent potential refund fraud and protect your tax account. At the IRS, combating tax-related identity theft is a top priority, and we are committed to prevention, detection, and assisting victims, and we're working with law enforcement to catch the criminals. For more info, go to irs.gov identity theft to learn what the IRS is doing to help protect you. Welcome back. And now, back to Reality Check, exclusively on WURD, 900 AM and 96.1 FM. Streaming live on wordradio.com and the Word Radio app. Run that back. And we are back with Reality Check. I'm Tanya Pendleton, and I am joined on this New Year, New You segment by some Awesome sisters. I mean, awesome. Dr. Joy L. Ballard, Dr. Catrice Austin, Chef Nancy Green, and Karen Taylor Bass. My goodness. You know, we've got some folks checking in from Facebook and Harry Williams is saying he is brushing his teeth at the job right now. He said, thank you. And we have Tony Jones who said that she eats nothing white, no sugar, no salt, no flour, and that she is 70 years young. So thank you so much for checking in on Facebook. Facebook. And uh, we wanted to ask all of you, you are entrepreneurs, every last one of you. What has enabled you to be successful and thrive in your chosen career? Well, for me, it was it was sink or swim. Mm. It was go time and it was, I had no choice. But now I definitely love what I do. It saved me. I cooked when I was sad. I cooked when I'm happy. It's and and I've I cooked for Tyler Perry, Kelly Rowland, Mariah Carey, mm. so many people. I can't even name all the people that I've cooked for. Um, and then it makes me money. So I'm lucky to have uh, something that I enjoy doing that also makes money for me. Chef Nancy, when you got started late in life in this new career, did you see this vision for yourself and and what carried you through to success? Absolutely not. Um, (laughs) What carried me through, I'll get emotional, is for my kids to see that, how I reinvented myself. Mm. You know, um, one day my oldest, I was crying for something that happened with her dad and she's like, Ma, you got to figure something out. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? You're right. And I, and I did. I hear and, that. And like I said, it was go time. It was sink or swim. And I wasn't sinking. I hear that. You know. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I get it. Dr. Austin, you've been an entrepreneur now for 20 years plus. 26. Listen, you you don't look old enough to be doing anything for 26 <laughs> years, Dr. Austin, but okay. Thank you. <laughs> um, for this question, for me, it's my personal story. When I was uh, younger, uh, my teeth were, I had multiple spaces, my teeth flared out. And I got called all the names, Bugs mm-hmm. Bunny, like all of that stuff. And growing up, I was not confident. I did not feel good. I was an introvert. And it wasn't until I got to high school, that pivotal time in your life when you want to fit in, you want to be one of the cool kids. I got braces at 15. 
wore them for a year. When the braces came off, y'all, I felt like Beyonce. I felt like <laughs> Miss America. You couldn't tell me nothing. Got my first boyfriend. My life changed. People, the way people responded to my new smile gave me that renowned, that newfound confidence. And I knew at that moment that I wanted to be a dentist. I wanted to help people feel confident and feel sexy and go on to do big things in their lives. So every single day, what keeps me going, it gets really tough and dentistry is a tough business. Um, it's the relationships that I get to build. It's the transformation that I see in my clients from a smile makeover, uh, like I did with Cardi B, to the everyday hardworking person that just didn't even know how to brush their teeth and they started losing teeth because they just didn't know. So when I get to educate and help people uh, understand the importance of oral health, that keeps me going and I love what I do. I really do. That's wonderful. Karen, what about you? I know you pivoted from a music industry career into a wellness career. What's keeping you going as an entrepreneur? Oh, I think for me, I've always been a researcher. I love research. So I'm always looking at trends, right? And so, and music. So like you said, I was in music forever and a day. And then I knew that my wellness. So I kind of flow where I see the trajectory is. Everybody, we're living longer, but we're not healthy. So I knew that was a space that I can thrive in because that's a space that I was in. So I think for me, it's the pivot. It's Jehovah Jireh. But it's also having support. Like we don't do this by ourselves. So having a great tribe to support me when I feel less than, but also believing in myself and believe that I have something to offer. And you don't become an entrepreneur and lack confidence because you'll never eat. So you've got to make certain that if no one else believes in you, you believe in yourself and everybody else so that you can eat thrive and be still. Dr. Joyelle, what about you? Yeah, so I'm a new entrepreneur, I guess a couple in the two years now, right? Um, and a couple of things that keeps me going, number one, um, knowing my why, right? Me, number one, wanting to create a platform, a space for women, especially black women to create the life that they truly want as they are aging at the same time. And a goes, what goes along with that, actually knowing, liking, and trusting themselves at the same time so they can keep going also. So that along with wanting to create something for my children, I have three kids, to let them know that you can do anything if you have a belief in yourself and belief of the value that you can provide to the world. You were created to put your light into the world and I want them to be able to see that from what I'm doing. Um, and as I'm going through this whole entrepreneurial thing, the other thing that keeps me going is giving myself permission to fail because entrepreneurship is hard. Mm. <laughs> and I have had to learn to like, it's okay. Like failing is actually learning. It's not really a failure. It's actually a lesson and it's a learning. It's all of it has been definitely a blessing and it's grown me so much through this process. And I'm just looking so much forward to just, you know, keep going and just changing lives at the same time. Right. Well, those are things that will keep you going as an entrepreneur. I mean, it is, as we have all shared, it is a tough thing to be an entrepreneur. So I've got to ask all of you, we started out this conversation talking about more in 2024, but I want to leave the conversation on a high note. So I want to ask each of you, what is bringing you joy right now? Come on now, ladies. I know there's something. Well, for, me, for me, I just recently moved back to my hometown. I mean, I always kept my house in Queens, New York, but I was gone for five years. I left with my client to live in South Florida. Mm -hmm. So now I am fully back here and I am enjoying being home amongst my family, my, my real friends and just thriving amongst the community. You know, I give cooking lessons to at-risk youth and I, I enjoy all of that, you know, just being home, to be honest. I, I know. I love New York. That's where I'm from as well. So yeah. although I've been- Being in home and being newly divorced. So it's different now. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Dr. Austin? I'm 
recently, when I got to New York, I didn't know anybody. So I used to hang out in the comedy clubs in the village of New York. And oh. last year, towards the end of the year, I was like, I want to start going back to the comedy clubs because I love to laugh. And anytime I have a tough day, I go to the comedy club and I get it all out. That laughter, that endorphins uh, that makes me feel so good. So laughing and smiling and really just getting back into what got me into uh, dentistry in New York City and staying in New York was comedy. So I'm back in the clubs and I'm laughing a lot more <laughs> and smiling a lot more. Dr. Joyelle. What brings me joy is um, being able to be still and truly listen. Um, my relationship with God has grown also in entrepreneurship, um, which definitely has um, bring me, brought me through a lot of things. Um, and that also brings me joy, being able to sit still with him and then with myself listening and feeling and knowing that it's all good, girl. It's it's all good and it's getting better. <laughs> Karen, I got to ask you to be brief because then I want to give I'm brief, everyone a I'm brief. <laughs> Me rediscovering self as a middle-aged woman, um, my family, but also my yoga ministry, bringing it to the masses and seeing how it impacts them. Wonderful. Well, I want to make sure that everyone has a chance to tell us where to find you. So let's do that. Dr. Joyelle, where can we find you? <laughs> You can find me on all platforms, Instagram, Facebook, at Dr. Joyelle, D-R-J-O-Y-E-L. And Dr. Catrice Austin, at, where can we find you? At Dr. Catrice Austin, all platforms. Go to VIPSmiles.com. Join the VIPSmiles.com challenge, a seven-day challenge for a healthier smile in 2024. Karen Taylor Bass, where can we find you? Just my name, Karen Taylor Bass, and you'll find me on all platforms. And Chef Nancy, where can we find Chef, you? I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook, but not much. And also I have my own website, Chef Nancy, N-A-N-C-I-E. Wonderful. I want to thank you ladies so sincerely from the absolute bottom of my heart for being on Reality Check here with me today. I know how much it takes to carve this time out of all of your busy schedules. I'm going to be calling on y'all to come back and we might have to come and do this in person because this was too much fun. And really it is just basking in the light from all of you has made me feel great today. And I'm going to wish all of you so, so much more in 2024. Thank you so much for being part of this new Thank year, you. new <laughs> year panel. I appreciate you. And thanks uh, for having. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, this has been wonderful to talk to everyone. And I want to let folks know that we're going to do this with the guys as well. This is a little female centric today, but it's okay. We are going to do this again. And we're going to bring uh, some men together to have important conversations as well. Now, Word Radio is hosting a special broadcast next Monday during Evening Words to commemorate the birthday of Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. That's going to be moderated by James Peterson. And it's going to be called The March Continues, Holding On to Hard-Won Civil Rights. We'll examine how far we have come since the Civil Rights Act was passed 60 years ago and how hard we have to fight to hold on to those gains in the face of modern-day resistance and backlash. Tune in for this thoughtful and much-needed conversation during Evening Words at 4 p.m., on Monday, January 15th, as we honor the life, work, and legacy of Dr. King on Word Radio. Ladies, thank you again for being a part of our New Year, New You panel. And we appreciate all of your contribution so much. You've been listening to Word Radio On Demand. Listen live at 96.1 FM, 900 AM, and online at wordradio.com. 